So I say D, I say D-O, D-O-D, D-O-D-G, D-O-D-G-E-R-S, team, 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 team. This is The Full Count, a podcast that brings you a boy's perspective on the greatest game ever played and the greatest team that ever played it. My name is Leon, my favorite sport is baseball, and my favorite team is the Dodgers. On The Full Count, I talk about everything baseball, from baseball's greatest moments to tips on how to play. And of course, we'll talk about how those boys in blue are doing. So grab your peanuts and Cracker Jack, and let's talk ball! Hello everybody, and a very pleasant good day to you, wherever you may be. It's time for The Full Count. I'm your host, Leon. Well, this has been a disappointing week. Right off the bat, I'm going to talk about the Dodgers' early exit. On deck, I'm going to talk about what the Dodgers need to do this offseason to improve. And in the whole, I'm going to share an interview I had with David, a lifelong Dodgers fan. Um, So uh, let's start off right off the bat. Um, The Dodgers uh, got swept by the Diamondbacks um, in a five-game series. and it was uh, disappointing. Uh, they were they were the worst team in the playoffs, and the Dodgers just didn't show up. The bats were, the bats were not. The bats were slow. Mookie and Freddie were not. Were somewhere else. Um, like uh, our pitching, well, that was like a problem going into the series. But like, if our offense would have been on point, maybe we would have had a better chance. I think we would have. Um, I was at the first two games of that series, the two games in Los Angeles, and yeah, it was disappointing to uh, lose two NLDS games, especially when you're there. Um, but um, Clayton Kershaw um, in the first game gave up a lot, a lot of runs, obviously, just just a bad game, and the offense was not there at all, only two, only two runs. Um, and then uh, the second game, Bobby Miller got so got very nervous. He so he went like one and three. I I forgot how how many innings he went. Like it was one it was one and something and what it was one and a fraction of something. Um, but yeah, and then um, and then Lance Lynn. I I guess Lance Lynn didn't do awful. I think um Dave Roberts definitely should have pulled him a little bit earlier. You can't you can't keep him in for that long. Uh, he definitely gave up the long. He definitely gives up the long ball. It was like he was either gonna, he was he's either gonna be do really good or he's gonna give up a bunch of home runs. And he gave up a lot of home runs. Um, don't really know what that call was to pinch hit Austin Barnes. We could have. I feel like we could have gotten out of that and maybe even extended our series. I did not like that call. Um, yeah, that was that was confusing. I don't know why he made that call, uh, why Dave Roberts made that call. But yeah, just a just a disappointing end to the season, um, and a hundred win season. Um, and then okay, let's uh, so next, what did the Dodgers need to do this off season to improve? So this season was pretty much a throwaway season. Um, we didn't spend so much money because we're we want to sign Otani, and so. Now this is the season where we show up and win another World Series. So, so we definitely need Otani. We need like we need bats. We need um, we just yeah we need another bat. Otani would do great for that. He the Dodgers are 
probably the best team for him to get, probably his best option. I'd be really surprised if he doesn't sign with them. I think the Dodgers can offer him money and a lot of things. So, like, I I think that the he will probably go to the Dodgers, and I hope he will because the Dodgers need a better – they need more offense. They need they need a Mookie, Freddie, Shohei um, lineup. And then the big thing, though, is the pitching. So we have Bueller coming back, um, and that's pretty much it. I don't think they're going to sign Julio. That would be very surprising. Um, but our pitching rotation is not great. So I think um, a good a good option would be to sign um, um, Blake Snell because um, I'm pretty sure he's a free agent uh, this season. Um, but uh, I, I read this like article where he's hoping he wants to stay with the Padres. But if we could get Blake Snell, we could get better pitching, then we could win a 2020-2024 World Series. So we just need... We just yeah we just need pitching and we need one more bat or one or two more bats. Um, we got, we we can trade some a lot of our players. We can trade um I we think we should, I think we should uh sell like keep, we should sell we should sell some of our players. Uh, I don't know how many of those players though that we signed this season are not signed on one year contracts. But I think the players we do have I think we should sign uh, sell because we need all the money we can get to get a better rotation. Um. Yeah, that's just what we have to do. Like, um, if it's just it's just our pitching and one more bat, and I think we have a chance here. Cause even even though our even though our hitting wasn't um, wasn't great this season, it was it was it was better than um it was better it was better than I um expected. Like, uh, and we've Gavin Lux coming back. We could probably sell him. That that might that might be smart or like trade him or something for. Somebody else, somebody else, like somebody. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, we we do need, like a like a sh- we do need we would need then like a shortstop because that was like one of the bigger issues going into this season. But anyways, um, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna uh, sorry sorry. Um, the, the end of the season was really disappointing. But I recently met this guy David, who's a lifelong Dodger fan, and he helped me gain some perspective on this season's place in the Blues' great and long history. Um, so, like, um, I met this, uh, this guy at the restaurant, and his name is David, and um, he's a big fan of the Dodgers, um, so I'm going to interview him today. Uh, so, uh, what's your, how'd you become a Dodger fan? I have been a fan since 1952 when I was eight. All my friends, I lived in a children's home. I didn't have parents, and I lived, grew up in institutions. And the last of the f- four, for eight and a half years, with 119 other kids, and I was interested in sports. All my friends were Yankee fans because of all the wins they had, all the great Hall of Famers. I didn't want to be like them. I wanted to be an individualist. So I looked around. I like the look of the bums. They look like a homeless character with all the raggedy clothes and everything. So I became a fan, even though I'm a native of Los Angeles. They were still in Brooklyn at Ebbets Field. And I stayed with them all the way. They lost in 52 to the Yanks. They lost in 53 to the Yanks. Willie Mays and the Giants got in in 54. 
and beat Cleveland. And they finally won their only championship in New York, in Brooklyn, in 55, with a shutout in the seventh game by Johnny Padres. The next year, Don Larson pitched the only perfect game in World Series history against them. They packed up like the Giants the next year and came west. And in 1982, after their victory against the Yankees, I bought four season seats, which I had for 18 years. I went to every opening day except for one when an uncle passed away and I went to his funeral instead. I went to every closing day. And the unique thing, I was in the third row of the third section, the blue then, the reserve, halfway between home and third. When I sat looking at the field, I was even with the pitcher's mound. So I went to probably, oh, 25, probably five, six, 700 games over that period, playoffs, the series. I only got one foul ball, and it was on Jackie Robinson Day, which is April 15th. A foul ball came hit up into my section, a little to the left of me, one row behind. Someone tried to catch it barehanded, it bounced off their hands, it rolled in front. I grabbed it, it's the only foul ball I have autographed, of course, by Jackie. And, uh, and yet I saw one guy 20, 30 feet from my right, halfway between me and home plate. In one game, he got three foul balls. In 18 years, I got one. Do you still have that ball today? Yes. I have, a, I have all kinds of memorabilia at home. I have some rookie cards starting in the late 70s and the early 80s. I really started to collect during Ken Griffey's season when Upper Deck came out in their first year, he came out. I, I, I've stopped purchasing cards. I still have that. I have a, a number of sports memorabilia. I have an autographed picture of Pete Rose when he broke Ty Cobb's career hits, uh, hits record. I've got a picture of the 55 Dodgers with two or three autographs of the players. Uh, I have a number, I used to have Laker tickets at the same time for 38 years. I have their championship team in the 80s with three of the five starters autographed. I have autographed picture by Kobe when he scored 81 against Toronto. Um, uh, I have a few other things. I still follow them, but I don't really go to the games much anymore. And um, uh, the last time that I actually went to playoffs series was 88, when Hershiser threw his magic. In that season, he set the all-time record with 89 consecutive innings without anybody crossing home plate against him. He beat. Don Drysdale, the former Dodger, by one out. And, and then someone scored in the next inning. And of course, that was the year that Gibson hit that miraculous home run 
in game one that we went on to win against Oakland. Um, who are your three favorite players? Presently or of all time? Um, first, let's do all time, and then we'll do presently. Well, my all-time favorite player ever was Ted Williams of the Boston Red Sox. Uh, but my three favorite Dodgers of all time, I would say Sandy Koufax. I would say uh, uh, Maury Wills. Very exciting the year that he beat Ty Cobb's single season stolen base record of 96. He got 104. And my third favorite, a lot of Dodgers. Um, it's not the guy that has the most wins, which is Sutton. It's not Gibson. He didn't play long enough. That was a great hit. Um, Of course, in the beginning, when we had Jackie Robinson and we had Duke Snyder, our center fielder, and Roy Campanella, our catcher, who never made it to Los Angeles, he had an auto accident and he was paralyzed the rest of his life in a wheelchair. Um, and Don Newcomb, who was the, one of the top pitchers in all of baseball that year, that we won our first championship. You know, we had Gil Hodges, a great ball player. Um, uh, you know, I uh, I don't know. You know, so many years and so many players. Um, wow, it's not Garvey. It's not say. Uh, um, Fernando might be near the top. Fernando had a great rookie season and an excellent career. Um, one other little piece of trivia. I went to a very historic game. It was against the St. Louis Cardinals. And Fernando Tatis Jr.'s dad was third base for the Cards. It was ball night, and that night, Fernando Tatis Sr. set an all-time record. In one inning, he had two grand slams, one inning. And the, play the fans were so upset, they began to throw their balls down onto the field. The announcer asked them to stop it. They wouldn't. The game was suspended and never finished. The score was something like 9 or 10 or 11 nothing at the time. Yep. I mean, I've been to a lot of... I went to one game where the Dodgers hit against San Diego near the end of the season or in a playoff. They were behind. They hit four consecutive home runs on four pitches. And then in extra innings, they got a home run to win the game. So that's all I can say. Thank you for taking the time to let me no interview problem. you. Okay, um, bye. Well, that's it for this episode. Remember, if you have any questions or topics you want me to cover, you can email me at fullcountleon at gmail.com. That's fullcountleon at gmail.com. And if you enjoy the full count, please subscribe to the show. You can find me 
wherever you find podcasts. I hope you'll be with me next time, but until then, I have one last thing to say. So I say D. I say D-O. D-O-D-G-E-R-S. The team that's all hard. Oh, hard and all thumbs, they're my Los Angeles, your Los Angeles, our Los Angeles. Do you think we'll really win the pennant? Bye!